0: Welcome to the Love Cars On The Grid podcast, your global motorsport roundup with me, Tiffany Dell and Paul Woodman.
1: Welcome to Lovecast on the Grid, your global motorsport podcast roundup. We can barely contain ourselves because it was one of the most entertaining, if not the most entertaining Grand Prix races of the season. We'll come on to that in a minute. Of course, it's all dominated by Red Bull. Tip, you might disagree with that. Dominated by George Russell,
0: I think, of we'll course. do we'll, agree.
1: We'll come on to that in a moment because first we want to pay our deepest condolences and respects to, a, um, well, you can say more than me, Tip. but Simon Aron. Simon uh, Aron,
0: yeah. I think, you, just, I think you, you know, so many motoring journalists, and Simon was just just one of many, but you know, it was it was very special. They they do it for very small pay, uh, and they're so enthusiastic. They just love the sport, which I do. You know, I grew up as a kid, you know, and they, they go to huge hardships to drive to Liddon Hill on a Monday morning or Knock Hill or Alton Park and stand in the rain and take. They do all the photos, you know, When they're coming up the ranks, you know, they have to take the photos and write the stories and. You know, it, they're, they're real, they're almost like British Marshals journalists. You know, our sport couldn't live without them. And, and Simon was such a lovely guy and so gentle and uh, so enthusiastic about his sport he loved. And I think it's so much, you know, when we go to tracks we love, like spa, it's that sort of the fact that they love being a journalist, it comes through in their writing. You know, when Absolutely. we go to older tracks, we love going to the places that were famous. We don't love going to these new tracks so much because they haven't got that pedigree in the history. So, uh, yeah, sad, sad, Simon. You know, just sixty-one years old, and and passed away last week. And I've had an illness, um, so he'll be much missed. And uh, he was a, a beautiful man.
1: Yeah, good, lovely, lovely words as well. Thank you very much, Tiff. And you're right. Um, so we are going to head to São Paulo for the for the Brazilian Grand Prix. And you're right, it wasn't about Red Bull, although they did sadly steal their
0: headlines. And we didn't want them to steal any headlines. Um, I wanted a weekend. I was going it... to talk about. Of course, we've got the World Endurance Championship finishing in Bahrain to talk about. We've got. Uh, rallying in Japan to talk about. We've got British World Superbikes to talk about. But yes, we're going to be talking about Red Bull again, but not before we talk about George. No, yeah, not before we talk George's... about qualifying. Let's go to qualifying well, yeah, first. go right Let's back. Let's go exactly. back well, to so the George's beginning. George's story began, in a way, in the bloody <laughs> gravel trap. Um, <laughs> so that's where I was going to start George's weekend. That should be what the only thing we should be talking about. Um, George's weekend, when he ended the gravel trap, which then gave Kevin Magnussen a pole position. That was just joyful, everybody on Twitter and <laughs> around the world. amazing? such <laughs> a you know, I don't think he's the most brilliant driver. K-Meg is a very, very, very good racing driver, you know, but probably not a Schumacher or a Hamilton, but and he, the way he reacted, you know, couldn't believe it. And... Uh, it was just such a lovely moment that motorsport occasionally has. You know, when conditions are a bit dodgy, there's a shower of rain and you get your tactics right and get out right. And you drive a brilliant lap. you never was concentrating on, oh, he had the best track. You know, I mean, Carlos Sainz wasn't that far behind him, you know, and couldn't match his time, you know. So Kevin still put together a brilliantly driven lap. I mean, yes, he had slightly better conditions because the drizzle, you know, he had slightly less. But uh, um yeah, it was just joyful. And then to see him knocked out by Ricardo on the first lap of the race was such a disappointment. He, he drove a great sprint race, you know, obviously dropping back, you know, he couldn't stay out front. It was a, it was a brilliant sprint race, you know, with George overtaking Max and you know, it was a really great well, let's,
1: sprint let's, let's race. just
0: go back one step to qualifying because
1: qualifying was quite interesting. There's the, the few little stats there. One was uh, of course, uh, Magnussen Magnuson finishing pole, which is just incredible, but then when has it ever happened before where your, uh, where your other driver is oh, right, 20th without a penalty? I mean, that is just incredible. Uh, so Schumacher 20th. So they were sandwiched between the four. And the then, group. of course, Ferrari. Let me just remind you of Ferrari as well. Taking uh, Sending Charles Leclerc out, the only person in the whole of the field on inters where everybody yeah. else is on soft tyres. Well, and earlier I, on
0: in one, one of the qualifying sessions, there was a, he was in the pits with no front wheels on and about six <laughs> tyres and wheels standing in the pit lane. and yeah. Which ones? Our Ferraris still continue to you know, shoot themselves in, in the feet. They really but, do. Yeah, you know, went it was out a fantastic sprint race.
1: It was really exciting. And I'm glad yeah. Magnussen actually led for a little bit as well. To lead yeah. the Grand Prix is something special. Um, and then we had a
0: Ferrari and a Mercedes and a Red Bull. Battling out front. This is what he dreamed of when this, when this season began. And it's right until the penultimate round that we finally had three manufacturers. This is the great dream. Six potential winners all, all racing each other. And it was a brilliant sprint race.
1: It was. And and of course, George came along for his first ever maiden victory, although it wasn't a proper victory. He had to wait until the next day for that, and he certainly did that in some spectacular style.
0: Of course, ending in the gravel was a bit embarrassing. (laughs) Amazing how he he broke his headrest with a battery when he went through the gravel trap. But then, you know, it was a clean start to the race. George, I mean, George, he made um, a clean start for the sprint race and the main race, and then did two restarts during the race. So he was Real cool, you know, you could imagine him some, getting him a wheel spin or cocking up his start. But, you know, but um, yeah, so we had that first safety car after Ricardo ruined Magnussen's weekend. Talk about going from the highs to the lows of motor racing. Uh, Kevin definitely had that. But I mean, it was such a show. I think Ricardo just slightly misjudged how long his nose was. Not that I'm talking about your real nose, <laughs> you know, just the nose well, on your car.
1: Ricardo's got a three place um, grid penalty uh, to Abu Dhabi yeah. for, for that incident.
0: All he had to have. And then, of course, we had the the, the first of the controversies. I, I tweeted about a Red Bull controversy, and apparently I've been told it wasn't Red Bull, it was Max, but I think Red Bull was slightly involved as well. But the overtaking manoeuvre on the restart. And, you know, I, I, I at first, I think it's very difficult when you look at these things. I, at first, I almost agree with Martin. I was going to actually defend Max and say, well, yeah, you know, maybe Lewis, Lewis could have given a bit more room. And I think everybody will agree with that. Um, but even so when the when you saw the over the aerial shot, the information the stewards had, as one striver read that the that Max arrived at that apex eight kilometers faster than ever before, you know. I don't think in further analysis he was going to make the call. If if Max Lewis hadn't have been there, I think you know Max was going so fast he would have understood off the road on the way out. So I think however much room uh, Lewis had given him, which we agree could have been more. I still think Max probably would have hit him because he was going that much faster. No, I think and, Max um, turned into the corner for my
1: very knowledge, very limited knowledge. I think he t- I think he I think he made the corner no problem there. Um, who, what, well, Max, Max I would have Max, made the corner. Max would have made the corner. I think he, if Lewis think, hadn't been there. If Lewis hadn't been there, but um, yeah, but Max still ran out of road. Look, the whole point for me is <laughs> the whole point for me is quite simple. Max really tried he knew he was he knew he was going to hit Hamilton he made zero effort to pull out and that's yeah. that's the point for me
0: but he almost uh, condemned himself afterwards when he, he, he did. admitted he said yeah. I wasn't going to win the race because my car's not good this weekend um, I didn't ever this was the critical thing he said he said I didn't have anything to lose now that goes back to Monza to me because it was almost to me a copybook accident of the Monza last year uh, when you know Lewis, of course, had to score more points than Max to try and get the championship back. But Max was leading the championship and nothing to lose. And so he just stayed in it and just then wants to blame the people for not jumping out of his way. Um, But but of course, you know, several years ago, Ocon did it to him. Same call. You remember that? I I don't know how many years ago. It
1: was absolutely identical identical in every way, other than Ocon was unlapping himself.
0: Unlapping himself. So fair enough in a way. But Max gave no room at all. I've and you see what Max did after. Um, For um, those who don't remember this incident, yeah,
1: it was so... literally identical to just swapping the cars <sighs> around, and Ocon hit Max exactly the same way as Max hit Lewis, or vice versa, whichever camp you're in. And then afterwards, if you remember Tiff, he went in uh, on the way in after the race. Max went and started pushing Ocon yeah, around. Yeah, pushed him around. Ocon deserves pushing to be pushed around. I've got to say, he he
0: annoyed <laughs> me on the weekend.
1: I'll <laughs> other we'll come on to that in a moment. But, but um... with
0: Max, we're trying not to be biased here. All you people that troll me on Twitter, because <laughs> I'm a biased Englishman, we're just trying to look at the facts. The stewards had all the facts, the stewards gave um, Max the penalty. Yes, we all agreed Lewis probably could have given more room, but I still think there may well have been a clash. Um, but in the aerial shot of this, they came down the hill. You know, Lewis was half a car length ahead coming down the hill to the apex. Uh, but you know, Max said he knew he was going to close the gap, but he had nothing to lose. That attitude is awful. I, I mean, look, he reminds me so much of
1: Senna. He's ice cold. He is so selfish. He's only out for himself, as we'll find out a little bit later
0: on when we discuss the the, well, t- I mean, the, the, the next game. the next episode. <laughs> because oh. the race then turned out to be a very good race. You it was know. Brilliant. Um, we had poor old Lando, who's been ill all weekend, breaking down and. Again, I'm beginning to think now, I think I said this last week, we're going to give up on virtual safety cars. Let's go full USA. As soon as there's a single yellow flag, go full course yellow. Because, I mean, there were three marshals trying to push the car out of the way under virtual safety car. It seemed to be moving, but it not have enough muscle. We'll get three more marshals, you know, you're under virtual safety car. But no, full course yellow, which of course Helped Fernando Alonso, one other star that might have been forgotten with George out front, having a hell of a drive, as he always does. He got some fresh red tyres on, and he was one of the few drivers that could make an advantage of the virtual safety car, safety car, safety car. Can I remind you that Um, Alonso started 17th and finished above
1: both Red Bulls in fifth place?
0: Another amazing drive. It's a bit like Ricardo in Mexico. You know, if you do get that tire advantage at the end, yeah. you look so spectacular. If you are the only one, you know, on the softer, quicker tire, and everybody else is sort of nursing their older tires towards the finish.
1: But if um, there's a big but, if you're at a circuit that you can overtake, because at Monaco it make no really yeah. difference at all. So, no, uh, no. for example,
0: Monaco. Don't mention Monaco. Yeah, I haven't is, got this. There plot. we go. No, we're coming. Coming later. Coming up, plot coming later. Let's finish. Let's <laughs> finish. Let's finish. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Because after that second safety car, because of uh, Lando breaking down, I thought, oh, this has done it for George. You know, George is doing such a perfect race. I thought Lewis is going to have the DRS. And Lewis, you know, he wants to win Lewis. Fair. I don't think he would care about George. Lewis wants, he's won a Grand Prix every season he's raced in Formula 1. So I'm sure he'd love to have kept that record intact. I don't and, think he was going to give George anything. And that even
1: longer um, record of since 1997, either Michael Schumacher or Lewis Hamilton have won a race since oh, really? 1997. All the way in back. Season. So uh, I'm still hoping so... Lewis pulls it out of the bag in Abu Dhabi
0: to keep these records. The the DRS thing you know it made all i was watching for those last 12 laps was that 1.01 1.3 1.2 i was just glued to the gap because i mean he did such a good restart george and then just kept he used to come he, down to 1.01 didn't it at the end of the end of the pit straight he was brilliant he was the ice man absolutely. you got you got yeah. you
1: know seven time world champion behind you uh, Eight-time, if you include Abu Dhabi last... No, I'm joking. <laughs> He's seven-time <laughs> world champion, but... um, he was, he uh, he didn't. And then, of course,
0: behind them, you know, with Lewis there, and it was just a brilliant, very tense last dozen laps. And so behind those two, you know, all these team orders were now coming out, you know, uh, Leclerc <laughs> saying, let me buy, let me buy, I need to get, you know, second in the championship. But, of course, Carlos was heading for a podium. And I think Ferrari, one of the correct decisions they've made, you know, to to make, you know, lose a podium... When he was quite a long way behind Leclerc. So um, he wanted points to finish second. And of course, Red Bull wanted points for Chico, Checo Perez to finish second. Um, And they told Max to give the place. And uh, what happened? What was it? The bloke said, What happened there, Max? Um, I told you. I told you. So Checo and Leclerc are now equal on points. And now the Red Bull will say we'll do everything to let Checo come second, in the championship David And I think almost everybody will be hoping Leclerc gets second. So then you know Max can't say in retrospect we well, didn't matter. You know Checo still got second in the points. So I think we're all going to be cheering for, for Charles to get second um, to show that Max's selfishness, you know, cost um, Perez that that second place in the drivers' championship. Well, I think we'll be
1: cheering for I think we'll be cheering for Ferrari, not necessarily Charles, because I think Checo's quite liked all over the world. And there was a lot know, of empathy I, I, I for don't, him. I do want to up yeah, I, I feel sorry. No, 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 to I know
0: what you mean. Tullis I think exactly but I just tullis tullis so Max can't yeah, say absolutely like, it didn't matter anyway, Jekko came second. But, but Christian
1: I'm not being Horner. biased,
0: I'm not being biased here, by the way. Trolls, I'm not being biased. No, you're I'm not we to speaking look at the our facts? Word. We're having some fun, we're speaking our word. But Christian Horner, we are jumping
1: around quite a lot here, but Christian Horner afterwards, who's now talking to Sky Sports again, great, well done. Um, because I knew he couldn't resist, but uh and then he said, "We are a team. We race as a team." This was literally five no. minutes after the. the they just team. haven't raced as a team. You haven't raced as a team. You don't race. We'll as
0: do a everything team. to help Checo. Well, you haven't just done Max. Max was saying after the after debrief, Max was saying, "We will do everything to help Checo finish second in the championship." But then I've been reading about this thing which I hadn't heard at all about <laughs> Monte Carlo. It goes back to Monaco. Now I've said that that Perez only won Monaco Grand Prix because he crashed having finished his qualifying lap. But I would never thought there was anyone implied that it was a deliberate spin, a la the famous Schumacher doing it at Rascas, you know, all those years ago. Um, and Rosberg going down the escape road, another Monaco, you know, having just got pole instant. I never thought there was anyone thinking Checo had spun it on purpose. But then apparently, I don't know, Max believes he did, and there is a bit of a grudge um, that, uh, you know, Check would deprive Max of what would have been a Monaco Grand Prix win I don't know that's a talk. real rumour that it's is the, the, it's talk it's a Belgian journalist this. it's a Belgian journalist that's come up or well, Dutch journalists have come up with this which um but I, don't, I think that's a very minor sub-story I think we've got enough there's enough to talk about
1: but, but poor, um, poor old Max and I say poor old Max because I don't think he cares less but uh He's lost a lot of respect from a lot of his avid supporters.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's quite a few Twitters saying I was a Max fan, but finally I've seen you know, it's such it's just gone back to where we started three years ago, the way he overtook and dived up and hit people and
1: but it's only with Lewis. And goodness knows what's going to happen next year. What is going to happen again next year when you've got six competitive cars and you've got Lewis back in the mix (laughs) with Max? Because surely it's going to be every race, because Max will not give up to Lewis. He, he yields with Charles, he yields with Carlos, he yields with.
0: Uh, George, but he does not. We haven't him. seen. We haven't seen that sort of opportunity to dive. You know, I think because George, he made George go around the outside in the sprint race. You know, and that was, you know, very fair and it worked great because Max kept on getting back into the lead. You know, into that third term, fourth turn. Term it was that very fast left hander at the end of the second straight. Um, one thing about we all rave about Brazil as a great racetrack, which it has turned out to be. I just want to point out a lot of that. And again, what Abu Dhabi works in a way is that it's the two DRSs with one corner in between. That is the design. Other circuits, we've seen good races. That is the design that makes. So one straight, you catch up to the gearbox using your DRS. Then you've only got one corner for you to drop back. And then you've got another DRS, and you're only a few car lengths behind. And that is the simplest. If you're going to be stuck with DRS, as we obviously now appear to be forever, um, that is what you need. Because as soon as you've got a DRS zone and then lots of corners before the next one, you simply fall back again and use the DRS to catch up again. So Low Sampau is a fabulous historic circuit, lovely adverse cambers and, you know, history and two long straights. It is that consecutive DRS zones that make for these overtakings and make it or help it happen. So um, all circuits must now have two DRS zones. Yeah. That's why I went a bit silly in... Um, in sad, right at the beginning, there were Leclerc and Verstappen. You remember when they were holding it back to not give DRS? Yes, and that's because I think they had three DRSs in consecutive zones down that back Widley section, which is why they got to the last corner before the maiden straight. They were always, you know, right on their gearbox. So you can overdo it.
1: So, so other outstanding drives we mentioned: Alonso from seventeenth to fifth. And Charles
0: Leclerc was uh, 18 yeah, and fourth back as well, so Mick, good. Mick Schumacher, now there's, you know, we've said, you know, embarrassing, he was slowest uh, in Q3, and again he had another good race because still he's trying to get that seat in Haas and Hulkenberg's Who's the only other choice. Who's going to get the seat? I know. So sometimes it? I think, you know, when he qualified like that, Mick, you're out. You've lost the, seat. you know, you've lost the Haas seat, and then he has a good solid race. He's Oh, maybe Mick, we should give you another year, but I don't know. I think I'd rather have Mick than Hulk. If that's the sh- yeah. only two choices, I think and it's back, you know, going back to Hulk is not a good idea.
1: Not taking anything away from Hulk because he did put in a solid lap when others had the opportunity as well, but it was pure fluke. It was pure fluke because the rain came down and clearly you can't set a faster yeah. lap.
0: But Alonso uh, uh, Ocon, I, I didn't reanalyze the first corner, turn four, when uh, Alonso was out on the curbs and came back on and hit Ocon. I didn't see whether Ocon really pushed him, Alonso, there. Was it another Fernando being overambitious, you know, trying yeah. to go around the outside, trying to go around the outside there? And you put well, yourself into jeopardy, you know. And, uh, but then well, like that was totally Fernando's it was a own fault. fault. Yeah, it's Alonso. It totally, and he's moaning on the radio, you know, Ocon's weaved and broken my wing. When he'd done it himself. I'm sorry, <laughs> Ocon, but I'm not a fan. I just don't like this. Uh, yeah, it, but did you see this turn four? I meant to try and look at the video and rewind, but um, I did see it. Um, it was Ocon's fault. Was it? From, you from, just said from, you, o- you're, you're biased. The trouble <laughs> you on this love is on the grid. You're all biased. Well, well Fernando, I wasn't. Ocon was defending from someone else. I think it was like three wide going into that turn four, wasn't it? you know. Uh, uh, Fernando elected to go around the outside who is known to not give him much room teammate. This is so a he great put, thing he put about himself.
1: this wonderful world we
0: live in now. We all have an opinion and they're not <laughs> typically right many times. But talk about this <laughs> British, you know, British bias. I was a Nelson Piquet fan against Nigel Mansell. Were I've been a fan? Rosberg fan. Yeah, because you know I raced with Piquet in Formula Three, you know, he was he was a, he was a lovely bloke then. He's upset his people now, said some silly things. But, you know, I was a Keke Rosberg fan, You know, a Gilles Villeneuve fan, you know, Alan Jones fan. And this fact that we're so British by just because we happened to have two of the best drivers, two of the top six drivers. You know, I think <laughs> anyone that doesn't support their own nation, when you have a choice, you know, you, you always, if you've got a full world club, you, you'll tend to support the English team or, you know, Matt in tennis. you is you, probably you the best support. driver in the world at the moment. Yeah, uh, but uh, obviously... Uh, but if I, to I want- choose between a Dutch driver and an English driver, I'll probably pick the English driver because I'm English. But Actually, hang on, Red Bull, a, Red Bull or a British team, Tiff. Why don't you support Red Bull? Yeah. There British you go. Right,
1: do. let's get back to Ocon because more team orders and uh, the the team orders were Ocon let Alonso pass. He's on a different strategy to you. He's got better tyres than you. Let him pass. And he would not have it. He basically said... He no, did. no
0: he did. yes, no, no. I agree with Ocon. He had um, Vettel in front of him that he thought he was quicker than, right? So if he'd let Alonso buy straight away, he would have got gap to Vettel. So he wanted to think, he said, All I want to do is get Vettel first, mm. then I'll let Alonso go. And he got Vettel quite quickly, and then he let Alonso buy. Him. So he did what he said he could do. He just didn't want to do it immediately. That was all he was saying. Let me have a go at Vettel, then Alonso can go by.
1: But a team order is a team order. If they say let him go immediately, maybe Alonso would have caught up. He, he debated Charles that. and got third, uh, fourth place instead yeah. of fifth. A uh, team order is a team order, isn't it?
0: I'm uh, a bit of an Occom fan, I don't know why. I thought Occom okay. outdid um Paris. that's why all we'll the pink panthers get hitting each other. <laughs> <laughs> it was Peris that put Ocon in the wall at spa there when they were going down the hill to O'Rouge and stuff. I don't well, know, I, he's not much love, but I think that's because people love. Um, Fernando so much as we all do, you know. So we're, we're all a bit biased against Ocon because we love Fernando. But... So next year with Gasly is going to be interesting. I yeah. think.
1: Uh, <laughs> I think that's going to be very interesting. But. The thing that we've spoken about this whole, we haven't really spoken about the the winner, George. We spoke at the beginning. We said how well he did. Well, we have. Well, I've
0: mentioned several times. Okay. Brilliant well, drive. So what well I'm the George. tears, the tears sitting. I love that. I mean, real human human drama. The show. he said it was that great interview. They're interviewing um, science, weren't they, for third place? And in between the interview, he was sitting. You know, and, the, and then then, the, someone went to the close and tears his eyes. It was just a magical moment in, in motor sport. And on the podium, he was tears again. And uh, yeah, oh, magnificent. I mean, just, and I, I think the fact they beat Lewis pretty much in a head to head, because they were head to head, they had the same tyres,
1: yeah.
0: you know, and a restart with Lewis Hamilton right behind you, I think that probably made it, you know, an even greater win. Well-
1: I, I agree with you because I thought Lewis was going to smoke him. I was yeah. really happy. I wanted him to get that record. I really did. But um, you're biased still...
0: towards Lewis. You're biased am, towards Lewis. Yeah, I am.
1: Um, I don't care. Uh, so we move on to Abu Dhabi and not much to play for this second place where everyone's <laughs> going to be waving the red uh, Ferrari flags. Uh, Seb's last race, of course. Um, so it's going to be maybe classic.
0: Ricardo's last but It's a shame that Ricardo is sort of, I think it's a shame, um, He sort of said, I think I've got more time in Formula One. I'm not going to look at IndyCar or world sports cars because I'm going to come back. My Formula One career isn't over. I want to be a reserve driver for Mercedes or someone. And so because it's it's not, according to him, his last Grand Prix, we're not celebrating his magnificent career. He's brilliant, the fun he's brought us, his humour, his driving, his overtaking skills. And it's always nice when someone leaves knowing they're leaving, you know, I mean, he couldn't say I'm retiring definitely and then come back in two years' time, like Hulkenberg does or something, you know. Or Lauda did and famously people. You can come back, really. But announce, this is my last Grand Prix. And then we could yeah. all celebrate the magnificent career along with Vettel. There'll be two of them. The 1-2. We could celebrate the 2-1 or the one-two-one-two-one. 2, one, two one. <laughs> Is it 2-1 one, or 1-2? One, I can't or, remember now. Yeah, I don't
1: know. But so we could put we... them
0: together at Abu Dhabi. I mean, they both retired and they could relive the one-two-two-one. Two, two, one. I to, um, he is a brilliant character, and he always has been yeah. one of the most uh, likable yeah. characters on the grid. But uh, who else that, is going? Of course, we're losing Latifi. It's his last Grand Prix, and I'm pretty sure that will be don't forever. Think he's going to be missed. No. Um, with the greatest respect to Latifi. So it's, I mean, it's a shame we're going back to Abu Dhabi under a cloud of you know. It's almost put a added to the sort of Every tension you know.
1: Of... Do you know what we we said to each other uh, off off camera before that? What a shame that this amazing weekend of racing is just, again, smeared a little
0: bit by Red Bull. But, uh,
1: so wow, we should that's... go to Abu Dhabi.
0: And I told you, we're about to go to the World Endurance Championship in Bahrain. And it's sort of... Abu Dhabi, again, it's these um, Middle Eastern countries buying, which they do, the last round of championships. Um, because, you know, again, Abu Dhabi, is, it should be at Brazil. It should be at a, a traditional mm. old... Tra- it could be a Fuji in Japan or a Suzuka. Why should, or why should it be? Why should it be I a traditional? I just think it champ. feels Right. Just right to go to a. Well, I a think. See, I feel. I, don't know I think why. it feels right
1: to end on a massive razzmatazz on a party. Abu Dhabi is one we of the biggest parties party in
0: Brazil. Places. No, not the same. Anyway, you, well, all right, okay, that's for Formula One, maybe. Okay. But World Endurance Challenge. Went wait, wait, pathway. wait!
1: Before we go to WEC, let's let's have a quick roundup of um,
0: news as well because it's very Ooh, important. We've got some. Yeah, we got didn't some. Know we had news. any.
1: Yeah, Oli Beerman. he's um just confirmed yes, to go to. Uh, definitely, Freeman. we have
0: mentioned that before. That's a hundred percent now. He's so a real, just... real talent. I believe he's a real talent. He was Other... also done the McLaren Autosport Awards see so if he can win it this year.
1: Yeah, so he's, of course, going to be bizarrely going to Abu Dhabi as well for the last yes. race of the season for f Was well, is he racing? Is... He's not racing, is he? Uh, no, he won't be racing. No, of course he no. won't. No. Yeah. Anyway, but, uh, uh, what else in the news? In the news, that shirt you had on last week, I saw it on Chris Harris's Instagram, you were filming with top gear. Yeah, Never all right. Mean. I
0: can own up now. Yeah, I couldn't I I couldn't tell you last week. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Very uh, but but rest assured, I know that you know you'd hate me to leave you. But it's all right, but I'm not I'm not back on top gear.
1: <laughs> I it's it's only gonna money. be a
0: one off item. Well then all maybe right. that one off item will see other other T V shows trying to buy for you for your, you know, budget, you know. you might have to pay me pay me. Did you pay me? <laughs> Oh no, maybe not. Um, you might have seen you know, I might be demanding next year if I get any other offers. But yeah, it was a bit of fun. It's a little okay. item with uh, Chris and the other boys. There. They were both very well. They were all very welcome. I just had a really good fun day at the Top Gear Road uh, thing. They used Brilliant. they use slightly more crew than we do on Love Cars, <laughs> by the way. Um, I don't know, but we have about four, and they had about forty for the day. But that's the four? way it is in That is you and I and Ben. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, right. so yes, I did all enjoy right. my day out in a very wet and cold Dunsfold, but uh, it was a fun day out. Which we won't we'll be on until May. The next series can't so wait. You for can that. see me have a little, a little item on top gear.
1: And for our regular listeners and watchers, thank you for joining us every week. We really do appreciate it, um, <laughs> and any new ones as well that come along. But my point is that there were so many people that. I haven't seen you for a long time, Tiff, and I could see them on Chris Harris's Instagram or Twitter and uh, um, just saying, wow, great to have Tiff. You know, the, all the time, one of the best presenters of Top Gear, so that was, <laughs> that was nice to see as well. But I've been on more Top Gear than
0: everybody except Clarkson. You know, I've been on more Top Gear shows than anyone except Clarkson. That's a fact for you. Pub quiz, than, fact. More than Angela Rippon? Yes, 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 yes.
1: More than... Yeah, look, Ricky. yes. One, I'm second okay. in
0: the table, quite easily, wow. by streak. Okay, good. A right, let's comment. move
1: on to World Endurance Championships in
0: Bahrain. And I was linking that soulless feeling for the last <laughs> round. It needs to be a historic circuit. And they went there for that eight hours of Bahrain in front of about five spectators, I think, you know. <laughs> you know, world sports guys, you know, it should be at Spa or Silverstone or Monza or Fuji or American Track Sebring or something, because, you know, there's no... I think World Sports, World Endurance Champions like Le Mans, the Le Mans crowd, they're the real enthusiasts. It's not the showbiz Miami, Las Vegas um, sort of Formula One affairs where they where they razzmatazz it. It's for the real enthusiasts that loves endurance. Because endurance sports car racing is, is quite a um, hard thing to follow. It's not for the amateur followers of motorsport. You know, it's something that you need to know what's going on and watch. So they droned around the Bahrain circuit for eight hours. Um, and uh, it was a Toyota 1-2 uh, but the second place team that, that, t- that took the world crown Brendan Hartley, the Kiwi from Sebastian Bohemi, the Swiss driver and Rio Hirokawa, the Japanese then he came second in the race but they won the championship um, Alpine came third they were two laps down uh, with that car that's having its last because that's a grandfathered mp one car that's not eligible next year so that was its last race Two Peugeots finished fourth. One was four six laps down, and the other one retired. So not much excitement in eight hours. Um, so just how the other championships were we'll run. The British Jota team uh, took the LMP2 crown uh, with the Portuguese driver Antonio Felix de Costa and Mexican Roberto Gonzalez, partnered by Britain's Will Stevens. So Will Stevens, who's moving up. I think I don't know which team he's with. He might be with Porsche. I think he might have an LMP1, well, hypercar drive next year, hopefully. Um GTE Ferrari, another British winner, James Collado held on to their Ferrari, their GTE title, partnered by Alessandro Piaguini. Um, another British team won the uh GTM TF Sport uh, with their Aston Martin took the GTE M title for the American driver Ben Keating and the Dane Marco Sorensen. So, congratulations to all of them. Lots of Brits there. Um, and although it, this year has been a bit of a damp squib with just the two Toyotas and the two Persias, which came in half of the year. Um, next year, you know, I do think... Uh, it's going to be exciting. Is, is going to Because we've got, you know, joining Toyota and Persia at Sebr- Sebring in March, a 1,000 miles. We've got Ferrari, Porsche and Cadillac coming in. So that's three new serious manufacturers. Then in 2024... Also coming is going to be BMW, Lamborghini and Alpine coming back with a proper hypercar. So that's going to be how many I can't count that. One, two, three, four, five, six and eight manufacturers in 2024. So um, I think that's going to be Le Mans going to be epic. Um, It's about Glickenhaus, Glickenhaus, that wonderful looking car with his crazy American running himself. They won one round, didn't they? Um, he's got a problem... Nice American... crazy, by the way. Let me just qualify. Yeah, oh, yeah, nice. Nice, yeah nice crazy. <laughs> uh, he's got a problem because the, the American series, the Imson series, won't let him race because he. their rules, you have to be a manufacturer that builds 2,500 cars a year. So Glickenhaus isn't allowed to race America and I'm not sure he's got the money to the World Championship. So big question mark over what's happened to Glickenhaus. Also, also might join is the Biden Coles team that have bought the Van Wall name which, of course, was the first manufacturer to do what, Paul? Go on. Go on. Paul? History's bad. Win the World Formula One Constructors' Championship. The first year, 1958, uh, was the first year of the World Constructors' Championship, as opposed to drivers that started in 1950. So he's bought the Van Wall name, but he's still trying to get his car eligible to to qualify. So really looking forward to sports car racing. I think it's going to be great again.
1: So Ryan Cullen, our old mate, was with Vector Sport over. How did Ryan get on? Not very good.
0: Yeah,
1: but, but um, but it's good. He's still he's still there, he's still fast as ever. And I get you with something like WEC to have it at, at Sebring or one of the
0: yeah start of class, circuit when there's real. You need a population. But Abu yeah, see Abu
1: Dhabi for the final race of the season for yeah. Formula One. Is not a bad
0: place. It's, it is a party. It's another event. There's plenty. There's plenty of expats that work out in the Middle East. You, to get You Them going along, and, but it's uh, not
1: procession like uh, Monaco. It's it's you can overtake. It's not okay. So it's uh, it's not yes. the. It's, so I I don't think it's a bad place at all to have the. Where would you have it? Let us know in the comments below. Where would you have the last race in Brazil?
0: Season? Obviously Brazil. Yeah, but then... Australia. Yeah,
1: but it's not really. You want to celebrate, and that's not, they're both day races, and. The drivers are not going to go out
0: in Brazil because it. It was all in anymore. Suzuka, wasn't it? The famous, um, the famous um, bar. What's it called? The cabin, long cabin bar in Suzuka, where all the famous Grand Prix drivers all got completely drunk together. The back of the Schumacher days, not that long ago. Since was the last. Do you round. think
1: that's going to happen in 2022? No, no the, all the drivers—they can't even, even. the teammates can't get on together. Alonso, Ocon. You imagine them having a beer together? No. <laughs> imagine Max and Pacheco? No, they're not going to do it. And there's. Let me just tell you one point as well. Lewis Hamilton, whether you like him or not what the guy has got some real he's got class he wasn't class he he wasn't
0: angry after the race
1: when george won that uh sprint race he said first thing he said congratulations george and he meant it you could hear it in his voice and likewise when george won the race you know lewis wanted to win this race he's an alpha male he wanted to win the race and he said congratulations uh george brilliant race from him great for the team and that's this class to think like. that. And of that. course,
0: in the news, Matt Lewis has just signed up again, hasn't he? Has he done the deal for another five oh, years know. or something? Yeah, that was know. in the news. Rumors. He's he's, he's, he's not he's much. not leaving. He's not leaving.
1: But, but whether whether you it's it's all well and good to say okay, well he's he's a PR program machine. But you still to be thinking like yeah. that. No, um, he's
0: genu- he's genuine. it's it he's it genuine. It is not fight. that we're biased. We're just commenting. Just, how, not well, just us, but no, the, all the tweeters see Max Verstappen's character as opposed to Lewis's character in general.
1: The, the, I mean, they're, they're, not they're just us. Of, you know, I said I've said many times on this podcast this year how impressed I I'm am with Max Verstappen, how mature yeah, he's become, know. how yeah. how much of a, a di- completely different person he's become. And you know why that was because he wasn't. He no one was. He had the best
0: car. Exactly. No, exactly. There was no one was. Pressure. Yeah.
1: And as soon as he's under pressure, he goes back into that. That's the old Max. Mode. Yeah. And it's a shame i don't want to see it it's a, who might say that he doesn't care less but anyway you mentioned japan some yes. drivers getting drunk drunk i think elfin evans um, might might be, be, be getting get
0: drowning his sorrows yeah. for old elfin such a shame the last round you had the world rally championship in japan and uh, you know elfin hasn't won all year he's been blown away by his teammate this young kali rovin has completely obliterated the world rally championship and uh, oh, he was on for, he, he led stages five to 11 right in the middle of the rally. And, um, you know, the, it was won in the end by the Hyundai's who made this big comeback towards the end of the season. Thierry Neuville won uh, with Tannik second. And of course, Tanek's leaving the team. We don't know where he's going. Um, so the poor old Toyotas were sort of embarrassed by their homecoming. Their champion, Kelly Perry hit the wall, had a puncture, didn't have a good weekend and, and faded backwards. But Elfin was there battling for the Toyotas As I said, leading stages 5 to 11. um, What were the services, Tarmac.
1: Tarmac.
0: So going to the final day, I think he was four seconds down. Then on the first stage on the Sunday, he pulled it back to 0.6 down. And the next stage, he had a puncture. Change the wheel. That's a terrible if, thing in rallying. I'm mean, a puncture. Whereas you rave on about swimming Red Bull's pit stops at 1.9 seconds. The poor old rally boys, if they get a puncture, it's two minutes. You have to stop and change it to...
1: If it's not, it's getting from from where the puncture happened to the next. Yeah. Well, you change yourself. You know, you're yeah, yeah, somewhere you're out the way. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Or, or or you keep going to the end of the stage. You know, and, and arrive. <laughs> that dropped to the fourth in the last two stages. It started raining. And I think the majority of drivers all took slicks, including Elfin. And he flouted out and took a terrible day. He ended up fifth. After all that, he ended up fifth.
1: Um, he came so close last year. He came so close this know. year, he never really was on it, was he? Well, he no. was on it, but he never, He just outclassed.
0: All. It was quite good news to the PR boys, though, because for, for Toyota, that meant that uh, promoted to third place on the podium was their Japanese driver, Takamoto Katsuta. So uh, they were all very happy that they got third spot. They got a podium. Well, OJ was fourth and the other Toyota. Um, Evans had fifth. Shout out to Gus Greensmith, who he, had some good times. He's in a Ford, and the Ford isn't the quickest car. Uh, but he kept out of as much trouble as he could and had a good solid sixth place. Whereas Craig Breen, the, the team leader at Ford, clobbered the wall and, again. Craig, on just a fourth stage, did a drive shaft. So that was him out really for the weekend. Well, he, he won the, the very final stage of the, the power stage where you get extra points because he had wet tires on. He put wets on and, and sort of blew them all away in the final stage. Um, I still don't know really where World Rally Championship is going. Um, the cars get quicker and quicker and smaller and smaller, uh, but it's just Hyundai versus Toyota. Unless Ford can do something, make some huge breakthrough, Um whether it's the talent of their drivers. I mean, Craig, I've always thought it's a very, very quick drive. Always with his heart's his theme. But he always seems to be just driving above himself all the time. He's always... You know, if you, I think if you put him in the best car, Craig Bring could, you know, win the rallies, you know, in a, in a Toyota or, or Hyundai. But I think when he's in a car that's not quick enough, he tries to drive it as quick as the quicker cars. Um, and for a while, he's there. He's up in the top three, you know, but he's hanging on. He's, he's edging it too, too near the edge. So... Yeah, well, they'll all be back at Monte Carlo in January. And uh, I'm not sure where Tanek's going to go. Maybe Tanek will go to Ford. I mean, that's the sort of... Because he drove for them before, about five, ten years ago, whatever it was. He sort of evolved with Ford's. So whether Tanek is going that way remains to be seen. And who's filling in for him at Hyundai, I don't know, because I'm not very close to the rally scene. I'm not sure.
1: Okay, Uh, From... Uh rally to World, world Superbikes. Superbikes.
0: The other last, last of our four big world events was the uh the penultimate round, actually the World Superbikes at the Mandalika Circuit in Indonesia. What's but, that like? Um,
1: is it a bike? No circuit? idea. No. Don't
0: even know what it looks like. So um but uh three second places were enough for uh Alvaro Bautista to take the championship with one round still to go. Uh, there were three wins. In fact, all three podiums are identical. Top Prag Gatliogu, our famous Turkish friend, uh, he had the three wins on his Yamaha, which kept him in second place in the championship. Whereas our best British hope, Jonathan Ray, the Irish boy, he um, he had three third places and finished third in the championship.
1: I love it. it how first... I love. I love it how you're British when there's someone Irish, um, in, in with a well, and you're English
0: every time. It's a no. I'm not. That's, that's <laughs> no, Don't you start. That's <laughs> that, what the trolls say. I'm a Jim Clark fan. Scottish. Uh, I was a huge Tom Price fan. Tom it's, Frank, it's, Welsh. John Watson. Northern Ireland. Who is the other? Who is the other Scottish
1: driver? Uh, very famous. Still alive now. John McPhee.
0: Jackie, John McPhee is our best Scottish. Uh, Scottish. 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 Jackie Stewart. Scottish, Jack, Scottish, Jackie, Jackie Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just, uh, that was the first Ducati championship and of course Ducati now have got the MotoGP title which they won last weekend and the World Superbike because that's their first World Superbike win since 2011 so Ducati are having a great year and that was the roundup so we've only got the only thing next weekend is the last round of World Superbike it's on that wonderful Phillip Island track in Australia which is still spectacular but it's, it's not easily accessible on television the World Superbikes I'm not sure where they hide um, and, of course, Abu Dhabi. Well, Abu Dhabi, in fact, forget all the Red Bull, forget everything about who's going to become second in the World Championship. The most important thing happening in Abu Dhabi is... F2. F2. Logan side Super licence. Getting that bloody super licence. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's if he gets taken on out in the first corner... Shame on FIA you, FIA. Shame on you. Don't make special dispensation. I mean, yeah. at the moment, he's only got to finish... He's got kind of, there's still I mean the, the points were coming out when they were doing the Formula Two um, build up of the Williams because he did the FP1 he had to do 26 laps around in the FP1 or FP2 as it was which was on the Saturday morning because FP1 I mean, yeah confusing and um, that got him two more points I think and then if he's been a good driver all year he gets two more points but that might include being a good driver still in Abu Dhabi I'm not quite sure anyway he has to finish oh. they said between sixth or seventh Oh, get enough points. Please, there are four please. drivers, four drivers within twelve points of it. So if he gets wiped out by some idiot at turn one, he could get dumped to seventh in the championship and then not be allowed to take up his Williams Grand Prix seat.
1: I wonder and how much it's...
0: jealousy there is. I wonder. If, I wonder on that FP2 <laughs> going to take good. you out? Right? Oh, no, <laughs> there's probably somebody took out at a Formula Three race two years ago. that has got a grudge? Be like NASCAR, you know, where they hold grudges and they wait and they wait and they wait and then when <laughs> they want to get the grudge. But, I mean if there's no dispensation to allow him you Please, know, if he doesn't get the FIA sorted oh. out. FIA. Well it's um, the fact that they're still having to go to this last row, six weeks after the penultimate I round of windows bonds because you know, Abu Dhabi paid the FIA to run a Formula 2 yeah, but place.
1: Abu Dhabi's not a bad place for it to, to end, but F2 maybe shouldn't be ending there. Certainly shouldn't be ending Not a six up. but also... No, 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 I agree. They
0: need to... All the Formula 2 drivers have got to look to where they're going to be next year. You know, this is the middle of November. They've got to find sponsors. They've got to see where they're going to be, see who's in what teams. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's too late. Right, finally, uh, are you British or English, Tiff? Remind me. I'm English, but I have a British passport. And no, a UK passport. I was, I was don't UK like now. that. You know, when you have to check your country and all those, you have to put UK. Yeah, I'm a UK. Okay, a, well, a nationality UK.
1: Yeah, it is because United Kingdom of uh, um, uh, including Northern Ireland as well. well so. um, but for English sports fans all over the world, congratulations to our unbelievable cricket team. One uh, white ball cricket, we are kings of the world at the moment. We're, we're current holders of the. Uh, Wait. One day, fifty overs, and twenty just beat Pakistan on Sunday. But bad
0: luck to the British tennis girls, ladies, oh, there's women. There's lots of bad luck. Who went out? Eng- English and the red roses. Red years rose. Years. rose 30, the lady girls, they had the thirty consecutive girls. games in a row, and they lost the. And the English the rugby league season. team, Madam. Was, was an English disaster. English and British for tennis, where Sunday was an English and British um, wonderful day. So for sports fans, but
1: uh, this is we mustn't forget motor racing. And on that note, see you next week. Thanks for joining.
0: Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Troll start trolling. Twitter. Tiff <laughs> underscore TV. I'm ready for you. <laughs> oh, what are you doing
1: about your blue tick, son? That's going to go
0: as well. You're not Nobody's paying of yeah. Nobody's asked me to pay anything yet. Yeah?
1: just got going. I'm not paying mine. No way. Cheers. Cheerio.
0: It's not a blue tick. It's a white tick in a blue box. Blue way. check. Bye. Bye.